And just like that, the clock ticks noon on a Thursday. And my friends, it's time. It's time. Welcome to The Daily as we are live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. And I need to direct you right now while you're listening to the show on your phone, whether it's a Chrome or MacBook, online, I don't care wherever you get your online access. You need to go right now, leadbunkerinc.com, as they have a brand new, revamped, beautiful new website where you can make purchases online now. Oh, what? Check it out, leadbunkerinc.com. You know, it's just... For the month of March, I'm making an executive decision right now. We, we're going to be broadcasting live from the LeadBunkerInc.com studios for March. That's what, that's what we're doing. It's the LeadBunkerInc.com studios. Uh, we're also brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store. Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. My buds, Bud, Bud Light, McUltra, and Tri-County Water. Ah, that's good. Water, tricountywater.com. We've got a lot to cover. Big night in high school basketball last night as we have our district finals set for boys basketball. Big night tonight in girls high school basketball. So we got those things covered. Jacob Tuttle jo- joining us a little bit later on with that solid from Tuttle Concrete right now, though. Let us go to our sports line live to the Power Tower. With the head of hockey operations for the 95.9 Power Cows, Brian Bolo, Bowling Ball. Brian, how you doing? Mark, not too bad. Uh, like to apologize, the, the, the secretary that answered the phone, she's new. So. Oh, yeah, she, she sounded new. Yeah, from French. She was, French. yeah, I could, I could barely understand her. <laughs> I could barely understand her. That was, I thought I was talking to a cartoon character for a little bit. That's, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. What I, yeah. All right. <laughs> Standards are low at the power at the power tower, right? Well, you know, we try to take care of our players and put all our uh, oh. capital into uh, the player contracts versus getting high quality. All right, all right. Well, that's that, that's a good philosophy. How's that working for you guys this year? Uh, you know, it's been an interesting year, <laughs> as, as the listeners have came to realize. Yeah, well, um, I'm aware. I'm at every game. But, Hey, yeah, I mean, you, you, oh, you're, you're there up in the right hand corner every, every game. That's right. That's right. Yep. And those wearing those your rebels, uh, wearing my power cow, and <laughs> I got a power cow jersey and a rebel hoodie. So yeah. I got to stay warm. <laughs> I got to stay warm. So uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I guess you, you want to just get right into this. Well, let's. You know, I, you know, the 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 fan base is has been conditioned over the years to. Uh, Come to this segment and hear about the Power Cow win. Uh, we didn't have that conversation last week, so I'm assuming we're going to have that conversation this week about a Power Cow win. So let's do it. Well, also, as the listeners mm. would know, since they tuned in last Thursday, we had a game on Sunday. Uh-huh. Well, we so we're, we're going to go over two games here. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh, let's... wait. No, I'm sorry. I covered that in the update yesterday. Um, yeah, so we got the win on Sunday by, by default, but hey. Win's win, right? 
a win is a win. And in a season like this, we'll take the wins however we can get them. Oh, you make a season like this sound so negative. You know, <laughs> the Chiefs didn't have a good season. They still won the Super Bowl. Um, the, the, the Chiefs hosted a playoff game, so they did okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> we are, we're talking about a win. Yes! And Thank goodness. That makes it a win. By default, a winning streak that the power cows are on. It's a winning streak! Oh, it feels good. <laughs> I haven't had a lot of those this year. It's been on and off. We get a winning right. streak going on. Get an L. Get a, get a couple wins in a row, get an L. So, so it's two in a row for the mighty two power in a row cows. For the cows over the cocky uh, molars. Okay. Not the corns, no. the molars. Not the corns, not huh. the bunions, not the feet doctor. Okay. Or the orthodontics. <laughs> All right, so we got to win. Can you walk us? Obviously, I mean, I was yeah. there. I was there, so I'm fully aware, but we approach this, the true professional that I am, I approach this from the listener's standpoint, you know, as if I know nothing. So, yeah, one walk- of these days we should have you recap the game. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. I think Evans and my style are really similar. Anyway. Yeah. Let's uh, let's let's run through the game here. Ex- explain what happened for our listeners from last night. So we had a six-two uh, victory. Okay. Um, Power cows. Very first shift of the game. Go down. Uh, ben Patch. He moved up. Played forward last night. We uh, put Mister LT McGreedy on the blue line to okay. play defense. Yeah. Because he said he's tired of scoring goals, and I quote, he needs to <laughs> improve his stat line in terms of team play. Okay. That's what he said. All right. Hmm. So those two swapped last night, and Mr. Patch played up. Um, like I said, first shift of the game, they go down. Patch could not have given a better pass to the young goal-scoring Connor Gerard. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a beautiful play. Gerard's wide open. And you know what he did? He missed the net. Oh, I was going to say he had a perfect shot in the five hole, but no, it was no, missed, no. missed the net. Okay, it wasn't even a five hole there because the goalie wasn't even in the net. Oh, so Mister Gerard failed to score right off the bat. Okay. Um. Anyways, but then we went up, getting on the board, made it one nothing. Okay, that's and good. Then they then they had scored, made oh. it one one. Okay, and it was a one one game basically through the first. Uh, we did get one right at the end. So we we left the first two to one, uh-huh. but it was a, it was a close game the whole first period. Yeah. Okay. Second period, same thing. It was two to one for uh-huh. the vast majority of it. Um, they uh, they actually had control in our zone right off the first face off of the second period. They took us took it down to our end. Uh-huh. Um, got a shot on that. Dougie throws it. And then we had some face-off issues. We, really? we couldn't win a draw, and they kept winning it back to the defenseman. And I bet you they did that probably eight, ten times in a row, which, you know, I'm not in the best physical shape anymore at this stage of my life. And I got stuck out there and stranded in our own zone and ended up having like a six-minute shift because of that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was, I was a little tired. Are you feeling it today? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little sore today, Mike. Wow. Oh. Well. But, so, you know what? We we made it unscathed through that six-minute barrage that they have, had and uh, went down and got one, mm-hmm. made it 3-1. Uh, then we kind of poured it on and 
it was 6-1 with about a minute to go, and uh, we had a breakdown in the offensive zone, and they they went back the other way, and uh, no nobody's really home. Um, but there was like 10 seconds left in the game, and they ended up scoring one with about 10 seconds left to okay. make it 6-2. Six, okay. I'll make it look a little so, better, right? Felt, yeah. felt bad for Mr. Patch. Played a great game, and, you know, he had the game winner at the time when it was 6-1, uh, to one and because he'd scored the fifth goal there, and um, no, no, I'm sorry. He scored the second goal. That'd be the game winner, right? And since they ended up scoring, and he ended up not getting the game winner. Oh, so, sorry, sorry there, Ben. I, I might have been to blame there on part of the back checking with ten seconds to go. Oh dear! Wow. Along with the other four of us on the ice. Wow. So <laughs> now, wait, wait, wait. With that comment right there, is that I? I don't want to give a, give it away before we're ready to talk about it. But is that hard hat? Imp, or um steaming cow pie implications right there or or no oh no no okay no. all right all right well we ran through the game and uh we had some stats we uh, got stats we have some stats we have more stats yeah all no right. i mean we you said you were implying that we were going to go over the stats i'm saying we got stats to go over all right that's all right okay let's go over some stats so we had um mr Young Trevor Griswold, Young Grizz. Mm. Young Grizz. He played a great game last yeah. night. He uh, lost of breakaways, couldn't bury on the breakaways, unfortunately. He looked but, phenomenal uh, last night. Like, he just really stepped up his A game. Yeah. yeah. He uh, mm-hmm. had one breakaway, couldn't, couldn't score, but got the job done later and buried one for one goal. And then um, third period, beautiful pass from Mr. Uh, Eric Bernard up up the middle to uh, to Trevor there and breakaway goes down makes a move flubs it but wow. it actually hit the backboards bounced out and then he buried it oh. so that's okay. hey goal's a goal right doesn't matter that's how right it goes right and i mean on that uh, pass he just he threaded the needle like he was jj mccarthy yeah nah jj's bomb but oh come um, on. <laughs> so yeah Mr. young trevor griswold he gets two goals last night good for him um, all right so that's the three to the competition of excellence, the uh, inner squad competition here. Mr. Bernard, feeling the burn. Um, he had a goal and two assists last night. All right. So good for him. That's three points. But mm. then his uh, competition there, Mr. Ben McLaughlin, he also had a three-point night. But opposite, he had two goals and one assist. Oh, Okay. So they both had three points. Good night from both of them. But right. I don't know. Did the goals take the cake? It's I would to be determined. I would weigh the goals heavier. Yeah, but at the same time, an assist leads to a goal. I mean, it's a, it's a team game too. There's no I in team, right? There's just I mean. I so no, I got that. I I totally get that. You know, but you know, you could always have the, the attempted assist and the missed goal. I mean, that is would, that is correct. I would. I would, I, yes. I, I mean, yeah, I, you got it. Got to finish. I'm not the one who created the point system for hockey. You know this very easy formula to understand. Um, yeah. But uh, it, if if we were to weigh them, if anybody ever were to ask me, I would say you have to weigh the goals a little heavier than the assists. Well, I try agree with you there, Mark, right. because everything they talk about is Ovechkin going to beat Gretzky's uh, goal goal record. So mm. yeah, that makes sense. 
Right. And then, um, so, yeah, they both had, you know, like I said, Bernie, he had a goal, two assists. McLaughlin, he had two goals, one assist. And then uh, Patch, he, like, got this earlier. He he had the game-winning goal there for a while right. until we uh, didn't play defense there at the last minute. So mm. he also had a goal. All right. So there's that. Let's go next to the Hard Hat Award. So I had originally given the hard hat out to Trevor Griswold. Okay. I thought he played a great game. He was flying around, made some great plays, and had two goals. Uh-huh. So I threw him the hard hat, and then right away, I forget who it was, tripped up and said, no, no, no. No, no. Uh-huh. He missed four, four breakaway attempts. So, oh, dear. Um. Anyways, he ended up having to... Give the hard hat to Mr. Doug Harris-Gavish, the muffin man. All right. Okay. Who, you know, he let in no muffins. Okay. Yeah. Been playing phenomenal this year. He doesn't want doesn't to wear that dress for the opening day of golf season. Okay. And then uh, Eric <laughs> over there on the Rebels got that back going. And yeah. It's, um, Rebels ended up tying 7-7 last night, and Doug only gave up two. So their goals against average is it's getting okay. coming down to the wire. All right. Well, who's going to be wearing pink? Okay. Looking forward to that. Uh, you know what? Let me take that back. Not I'm, I'm not looking forward to the social media pictures, but no. uh, at least, you know, g- coming to fruition this inner squad bet. That, that's going to be fun to figure out who the loser is going to be. Who gets the steaming cow pie? So that goes to Connor Gerard. Okay. And it, it really goes down to it started with that very first play of the game where Patch gave it over to him, wide open net. Loved it. Uh-huh. Didn't bury. Somebody on the bench right away said plunger. <clears throat> so I think that's stuck in everybody's mind. All but right. then throughout the game, he uh, continuously, he's, all right, George's one of the best players on our team. He uh-huh. might even, I think he's second in goals and points right now. All right. But he's only, he's only got one move, and it's, <laughs> it's a simple toe drag, usually on the blue line. And when it works, it works, and when it doesn't, it doesn't and they usually head the other way on a three-on-one odd man rush and we had a couple failed toe drags last night so okay well uh, i mean it's yeah. a finishing move that works you keep going with it but yeah uh, people catch uh, on all right. Oh, Lots of toe drags. all right so now um one of the questions i have it, it feels like there's another week where uh there's a there's a name absent from the stats uh, who would that be? Um, I'm trying to think if we heard your name at all the last few weeks. Yeah, you heard me last week. I didn't assist. Okay. All right. I but it. We, got, we got throttled by B&H, so I wasn't okay. trying to boast an assist. I'm no, fine. I did not have any points last night. Okay. Um, all right. Actually, I will say Gerard gave me a beautiful spinorama behind the back pass, right on the stick. Um, I let it go. Top shelf blocker side, and I don't know how that goalie it was a heck of a save. He got his the knob of his stick right in that upper hand corner and stopped it. I mean that's that's just ill timed right there. That should have been a goal, but that's that's one of the things we drill at the Mark Daly School of Goaltending. Yeah, yeah. Using yeah. the knob of your stick to mm-hmm. save pucks. Yeah, it's it is it's it's a very precise, complicated. 
and only few can master it kind of move. So uh, you're better uh, off teaching getting in the right position. Uh, well, you know, when you can't, sometimes it's you know you got to do what you got to do. Hey, anyway, that is true. Anyway, anyway, we're running a little long on time here. Let's uh, let's let's catch up with what's going on next week. So next week we got the rebels. Okay. Oh. Um, oh. A lot, of, a lot of controversy going on though in the JHL. Why is that? To no playoffs supposedly this year. No playoffs. That's uh, first I heard about it was well, the other night. Why even have a season then? Kind of what we're saying. Um, and I, you know, as I'm sure the listeners have heard, the the Rebels have been having a good season. I know I've been talked a couple times. They're comfortably in first place, but no playoffs means no championship. Uh, Wouldn't you agree? I mean, you well, know. Yeah, no, you just played to the end. There's no, it's kind of like how college football used to be when you had fake champions. Yeah. yeah. So I guess, you know, I, I guess the power, power cows retain the, uh, the Templin Cup for okay. the 23 24 season. And so that'd be like we'll, four years in a row they've retained the cup. It'd almost be like five. I almost think. Five. I, don't, wow. I don't quite wow. remember. I've lost, lost count. But well, you know, you get old, that, th- that happens. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to make a deal, but the uh, the phones aren't getting answered <laughs> over try. at the JHL offices. We're trying to, you know, figure something out to where we can have playoffs. But yeah, maybe oh. have, maybe have somebody other than your secretary call. Okay. <laughs> All right, hey, we got to roll, man. We're over time. All right, see ya. See ya. So there it is, Power Cow update here on. Fox Sports, 101.9 FM. We're going to cover high school basketball in a little bit. And that's solid. Jacob Tuttle in the studio. This is Fox Sports, 101.9 FM, as we are live from the LeadBunkerInc.com. It's LeadBunkerInc.com studios. Welcome back to the Daily. Jackson's Fox Sports, 101.9 FM, live from the LeadBunkerInc.com studios. Brand new website up and running right now for Lead Bunker. Also brought to you by Knutson's, your outdoor convenience store. We'll talk Tom, talk to Tom tomorrow with the Knutson's Outdoor Report. Brought to you by Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Bud, Bud Light, McUltra, and Tri-County Water. Ah, that's good water. All right, high school basketball districts from last night. Division 2, District 52. We were at Western. Uh, got to witness the end of the Adrian versus Tecumseh game. Adrian getting on top, 62-56. We were on call for Onstead versus Western. Onstead squeaking by, 62-60. to So that sets up the district final. Adrian, 20-3 versus Onstead, 18-5. D3, District 82 at Langsburg. Uh, Langsburg 69 versus Perry, 55. Stockbridge, 66 over Leslie, 28. Uh, Leslie had uh, Connor Marciniak. Uh, he was held down to just seven points last night. Um, so that sets up the Langsburg versus Stockbridge final coming up on the first at seven. Division three, District 83 at East Jackson. Captain and the professor on the call there yesterday. Napoleon just cruised past Springport 77 51. Fabulous back and forth contest last night. Lumen coming from behind at the uh, the last few minutes to get the fifty nine fifty five win over Michigan Center. So that sets up the Napoleon at twenty and three versus Lumen at nineteen and four. Both of these teams ranked uh, according to the MHSAA. So this is going to be a 
fabulous district final coming up on Friday. And just a quick little look-see at this contest. Uh, Napoleon. Oh, hold on a second. Napoleon coming into this, like I said, at 20 and 3. Um, they have not played Lumen yet this year. But they do come in with that MPR of 593. The Michigan Power Ranking Lumens is at 629. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Division three District 84 at Concord last night saw Jonesville defeating Concord 51 to 49. And Hanover Horton getting past Addison 76-58. So that sets up Jonesville 18 and 6 versus Hanover Horton 15 and 8. Now, with that said, Jonesville does have the uh, the more dominant record there, right? Hanover Horton. Uh, let's see. They lost to Jonesville on the 13th, and Hanover Horton beat Jonesville on the 8th in an overtime victory. So these two teams have split. They've played each other twice this year. They have split. And how, I mean, you couldn't write it up any better. They're going to meet each other in the district final for the tiebreaker for the season. And uh, we're going to be on the call for that on 95.9, the Power Cow, Joe Cassidy and myself on Friday. So looking forward to that. Division three, District 86, Ann Arbor Green Hills defeating Grass Lake 62-51. Ypsilanti Arbor Prep defeating Manchester 53-44. So that sets up the uh, Green Hills versus Ipsy Prep. District final on the first at seven. Division four, District one twenty at Waldron. Waldron defeating Vandy forty two to thirty four, and Pittsford on top of Jackson Christian fifty two to thirty six. So that's a Waldron Pittsford final on the first at seven. Girls Big Eight basketball from uh, well nothing from last night. We didn't have any girls action from last night, but tonight you've got Union City at Concord in the Big Eight, Springport at Quincy in the Big Eight, and Bronson at Vermontville Maple Valley in the Big Eight. And the Cascades tonight, Michigan Center at Adrian, Hillsdale at Homer, uh, Ypsilanti Arbor Prep at Jonesville, Leslie at Okemos, East Jackson at Saline, Manchester at Sand Creek, all tip times there, 7 o'clock. At 6 o'clock, you have Hanover Horton at Tecumseh. In the I-8 tonight, girls basketball, Portage Central at Coldwater at 7 Northwest at Grandledge at 7. Western at Hazlitt at 7. Grand Rapids Wellspring Prep at Hastings. Battle Creek Lakeview at Marshall. And Battle Creek Penfield at Richland Gold Lake. All tip times in the I-8 tonight at 7 o'clock. On to the white. SEC white. Where centers at Adrian at 7 o'clock. Chelsea at Stockbridge at 7. And Hanover Horton at Tecumseh at at 6. At 6. At 6. That one's at 6. SCAA East. Tonight, you've got Jackson Christian at Camden Frontier, Hillsdale Academy at North Adams Jerome, and Litchfield at Tecancha. Those three tip times are all 6.30. At 7.30, you've got Pittsford at Waldron. That's all the tip times for girls basketball for tonight. Uh, wings in action tonight as they take on the Islanders having a day off. But the Wings are just streaking red hot right now. Um, they are 
they're on well they have in their last five they haven't lost yet the islanders are three and two in their last five coming off an overtime victory over dallas it's also um appreciation night affiliate appreciation night at the uh, little caesars arena so we've got about half of our mckibben media group staff heading up to to see the wings tonight so that's going to be that's going to be fun for them and i've been pretty tired i'm not going tonight man I am not. I would probably take advantage of that on another year, but not this year. So in the Eastern Conference, the Wings are still in the fourth spot in the Atlantic Division with 72 points. But if the season were to end today, um, they would definitely have the points to get into the playoffs. Uh, with that said, you know, we've got some Big Ten we're going to talk about here. We've got Michigan State we're going to talk about here. We've got NCAA bracket predictions we're going to talk about here. We've got Big Ten tournament predictions we can talk about. And more. And more coming your way. That's solid. Jacob Tuttle on the way next here on whoopsie, here on The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM. Welcome back to the Daily Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM live from LeadBunkerInc.com studios. We're also brought to you by Knutson's, your outdoor convenience store, Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Also brought to you by my buds, Bud Bud Light Mick Ultra and Tri-County Water. That's good water. Jacob Tuttle in the studio with us today with that solid. What's up, Jacob? A lot. A lot? A lot? <laughs> we got a lot going on right now. Um, weather breaks and people are starting to think about those outdoor projects, right? Yeah. 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 You know, I'm tempted to say, hey, not a whole lot, but I, to be honest, we got a lot going on. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really exciting. You look out your window right now and you see the sun shining. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it honestly almost looks like a summer day. Mm-hmm. Um, you walk outside, you'll be reminded that it's still winter. It's a little chilly out there, but. Uh, you know, we're getting a ton of phone calls right now. We're getting a ton of people interested. Um, we had a lot of interest at the home show, um, which was really great for us. But um, uh, uh, we, we still got room on the schedule this season mm-hmm. to get people in. Okay. Uh, we can get you in late summer or fall. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're really excited to, to get going this year. We got a lot of projects. We're really excited to see the finished product on. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, so... What are people calling about? What kind of projects are people looking for? So we've had a just a, a huge variety mm-hmm. um, this year with um, walkways, okay. um, decorative walkways, uh, stamped patio projects, driveways, All right. um, footings. Uh, if you need footings poured, if you're doing a new addition, if you're doing any type of new construction, we got people that need basement floors, garage floors. Um, people that are looking at doing barn dominiums, you know, might need footings and, and slabs poured. So barn dominiums. Yeah. So, so I'm saying that with a question because I don't yeah, know what so a barn dominium Barn is. dominiums are becoming, uh, more and more popular. Uh-huh. Um, so basically what it is, is think of how a pole barn is built. It's, yeah. it's just a huge structure. Right. Um, People are taking that idea and they're building, you know, 2,000 square foot uh, pole barns, essentially, uh-huh. with concrete floors. And they're finishing the insides of these pole barns. So they'll have a section that's their garage, 
um, and then they'll finish the inside of the pole barn to look like a house. And huh. so it's it's a barn dominium where it's kind of a pole barn house all in one. Um, I could just envision this. If I'm suggesting something like this to my wife, right? I'll be getting a really odd look. My wife was the same way. Uh, I told her, I said, you know, we can, it's a lot of concrete. Uh, we can obviously do that. Yeah. Um, she wants more of a traditional house. Uh huh. Um, but, but honestly, if you've got a lot of toys, if you've got a motor home, if you got this and that, you just want the space. Um, you know, you want to build something out on a farm. Barn dominiums are huge right now. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a, uh, a, a, a huge, huge, uh, list of different types of projects. And the cool thing is, yeah. is Tuttle Concrete can, can do it all. Yeah. So I can just see if I'm suggesting the barn dominium, we could put the big TV over here, pool table goes over here. <laughs> right. You have so much room, so all much the, room for activities. Are so. the, all the dartboards could go <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Be a man cave is what right. it would be. Right. I like so, it. <laughs> which isn't going to happen. So. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Thank you for bringing me back to reality. Uh, all right, let's get back to reality, too, with uh, college basketball. Dude, what's going on, man? I tell you what, I don't know if I want to go back to reality. I, after, you know, the Iowa loss, you yeah. know, that was uh, uh, at the Breslin Center, and we just looked flat. And it was like, all right, you know, we had uh, uh, some, some good games going up to that, and I thought, you know what, this is just a uh, – you know, an anomaly. So we're going to get back to it against Ohio State, a team we should come out and beat. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Most of the game, it looked like it. I think we were up by 12 a few different times. Uh-huh. Um, it looked like we're in the driver's seat. It looked like we're in control. And then all of a sudden, it just fell apart. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what in the world happened. It, it was just like we just decided, you know, we're not we're not going to start we're we're going to quit making shots we're not going <laughs> to rebound we're not you know and then mm-hmm. you know to ohio state's credit they did they did uh make some pretty big shots and things like that to get it done but um you know those are a couple of losses where i felt like uh we needed to have those we just keep saying every week it seems like we keep saying just waiting for michigan state to take off it's right. that time of the season where they're just going to you know show us who michigan state is and it just yeah. you know there's part of me that still wants to say that, but yeah. I don't know. It just—it's been such a roller coaster. It's been up. It's been—they come off a you know a series where they're beating Illinois, yeah. and then they drop two in a row to uh, to Iowa and yeah. Ohio State. Iowa and Ohio State. And yeah. now they got Purdue. Now they got Purdue coming up. Um, not looking pretty. He's <laughs> uh, no. you know, a beast. Obviously, Purdue being mm-hmm. one of the best teams in the country. Uh, Michigan State coming off a couple of bad losses. Um, you know, it's hard to be optimistic. Uh-huh. Um, we've had time between our Ohio State loss and our Purdue game on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a lot of things that Izzo is going to have them working on. Uh, obviously, you know, some things that he's noticed that are, that are, are huge things that we need to, to, get back to doing right you know michigan state brand basketball solid defense Mm. um rebounding offensive rebounds uh up tempo but the biggest thing is and and we touched on it last week a little bit is malik hall had a couple of huge games Mm. tyson walker's been just i don't even know where he's been the last few games it's like he just hasn't shown up you know he's had 10 points here 12 points here whatever it may mm-hmm. be 
he's a 20 point a game guy. Jaden Akins can play really good uh offensively, can shoot the ball well. You know, AJ Hogard as an as a scorer when he needs to be, but a distributor of the basketball. We need to get all four of those guys going offensively at the same time. Yeah, nothing feels like it's in sync. It's 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 just been yeah. insane. You know, they're all talented individual players, right? But they're never on on the same night. Mm-hmm. And if we can, that's that's what's going to have to happen. They're they're going to have to make that happen. They're going to have to have a couple guys making shots. They're going to have to rely on um, some bench play from a few different players that uh, we haven't really been getting, right? Um, and so it's it's one of those things where there's just you know. Everything that can go wrong was kind of going wrong against Iowa and then late in the game against Ohio State and uh, just a lot of things we need to clean up. Yeah, well, man, it's going to be tough to clean that up against Purdue. And wait, who do they have up after Purdue? they got one more. They've got – because I know we were talking about their schedule. I want to say it was Indiana, yeah. So they got Northwestern and then Indiana. Okay. So Northwestern's also a scary team right now. They're playing insanely good basketball. Mm-hmm. Um and so, you know, we're talking about the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Uh, before our two losses, um, they take a, a panel of 100 NCAA tournament bracket experts. Right. And they have this group of guys that are putting Michigan State before the two losses at an average rank of 8.3. So as far as a seed goes, okay. So you know potentially eight or nine seed. Mm-hmm. After the two losses, that actually moved to eight point six eight. So it, it actually hasn't gone up too much. They're still in between an eight and right. a nine seed. But what's going to happen is, um, I think there's there's a few ways they can get in. Mm-hmm. They need to beat Purdue. I think if they beat Purdue. Then that's going to kind of solidify a spot. Go a long way, right? Um, beat Purdue, maybe you know, if you beat Purdue and you lose to Northwestern, or you know, it. I think that that's going to go a long way to at least getting you a spot. Um, if you lose to Purdue, you have to either win the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm. That's obviously a guaranteed seed. Uh, you you get you're guaranteed to get in the NCAA tournament by winning the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, which obviously means they would have to either beat Purdue or Purdue would have to lose. Um, or they need to win um, two out of the next three and then maybe win a game or two in the Big Ten tournament. Right. So I think those are the only pathways to making the NCAA tournament. And that's that's I think that last scenario, I think that's a, that's a solid take right there because I think that's more realistic. Yeah. Go two or three, two of three uh, in the last three games. And just have a decent run in the tournament. Right. Um, I mean, even if, if it's not that impressive of a run in the tournament, I, I think those who are doing the picks and placing MSU when it comes to decision time, yeah. they look at the history. They yeah. say they don't. They base it on the season. But, all right, come on. You've got, let's just say you've got two teams that are evenly matched. Yeah. And you're going between, I don't know, should we do this one or should we do Michigan State? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think the I think you go with state. Right. I you think know? the history of Tom Izzo and Michigan yeah. State being a part of the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. I think it will positively affect the decisions being made, um, whether or not it's deserved. Um, 
But I, I think that that's what needs to happen for sure. Um, but, you know, when you look at the Big Ten, there's I think we know that there's going to be at least five or six teams picked from the Big yeah. Ten to go to the tournament. Well, Fox Sports, they've got Purdue as one of the one seeds. Um, they have Illinois as one of the four seeds. Let's see, their one seeds are Purdue, UConn, Houston, Arizona. So when I go to do my bracket, one of those can be going all the way down. Right. That's how I do that. <laughs> um, let me see what else I got. Wisconsin is going to be a six seed, according to Fox Sports. Yeah. I'm not going to do this with all of them, just the Fox Sports ones. They got it easier laid out. Uh, Northwestern, eight seed. They have State and Nebraska as nine seeds okay. in there. Yeah. And I think that's uh, it for the Big Ten. Right. Which I find odd because that means State leapfrog somebody, doesn't it? Unless I missed one, so Fox Sports has eight as an uh, has MSU as a nine seed. Um, go to the ESPN one; they've got Michigan State as a nine seed facing TCU in theirs. And uh, the other one I like to look at is CBS Sports and their bracketology, and they have do do do. Where was it? I saw Michigan State. They also have them as a, a nine seed, but facing Boise State. Okay. So across the board. I mean, each one of these brackets obviously a little different. Yeah, and you and I both know this isn't how it's going to turn out. Right. Last year they had Michigan in there as a nine seed. Yeah. They didn't even make the tournament. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, Michigan yeah, so, State pretty consistent across the board as a nine seed. Yeah, and I think those six that you named are probably uh, going to be, and, and like you said, I mean, there's a chance Wisconsin uh, and Michigan State, even Nebraska, uh-huh. could could potentially fall out or be on the bubble by the time the season ends. You know, if, if they go one and two Mm -hmm. or oh and three in these next three games, and depending on what they do in the tournament, they could end up, you know, they could end up being out of the tournament um, altogether. Uh And so I think, so I, you know, it, it's one of those things where this year it's like, oh, will we see four teams? Will we see six teams? Will, you know, Iowa's kind of right there hanging around. Will they end yeah. up, when you know, finishing out the season strong and making it into the tournament? Um, but by no means is there any type of guarantee right now for Michigan State right. basketball. Yeah, you know, and Michigan fans were in this situation last year. And, right. you know, being a Michigan fan, my team didn't make the tournament. Right. I go to the NIT. Yeah, and as a fan, that sucks. The not invited, the, tournament. the non-invited right. tournament that absolutely <laughs> sucks. Yeah. I can't remember the last time MSU was in the NIT. I think it's been well. I don't know. I think we've been in the NCAA tournament the last twenty-five yeah. years. Yeah. Um. So it, it's yeah. So the, the 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 streak is is uh online right now. So it's right. it'd be crazy to see it's almost one of those things we were talking about the red wings the other day with a buddy of mine mm-hmm. um you know their playoff you know to see something like that end is just not right not yeah. what you want to see we're so. looking forward to that starting back up again hopefully this year right right so i, I guess the question is the state take an nit invitation because you know what nit will jump all over it and I know it's a premature conversation. Right. I firmly believe State will be the NCAA tournament. Yeah. But let's just play the Marvel what-if game for a second. <laughs> All right? You know, we're in an alternate universe. State doesn't make it. Yeah, bubble team like you had just said. It's, it's a little bit at risk. Yeah. Does State take 
Because you know the NIT are going to jump all over that. Yeah. If they see a school, basketball cred school like State, you think? do you think State would take it? I don't even know how the school or Tom Izzo would approach something like yeah. that. You know, it's it's, it's honestly, uncharted waters. Hearing you say that uh-huh. just seems unfathomable. It's like I know, I, right? I can't even like. That's why we put it in the comprehend something that's, like that actually happening. That's why we put it in alternate universe. So what, I don't <laughs> even know what would happen in that instance. You know, whether they'd say, "Okay, yeah, we'll take a one or two seat in the NIT," or uh-huh. you know how how that would even work out. Um, I don't even want to think about that. So. <laughs> Um, sorry, man. But it's just, it's, it, I, I firmly believe that he's going to have them on the right track. Um, this is the time mm. of year when Michigan state, you know, ends up p- typically playing their strongest basketball. We've been saying that for a few weeks now. Right. And you it know, hasn't come to getting, fruition. Right. But tomorrow's March. Okay. So yeah. All right. It's going to be March. It's going to be April. The leap year threw it off. You know, Tom Izzo's Mr. March. Yeah. Okay. So that's what's going to happen. They're going to they're going to lose to Purdue Saturday. Uh, okay. I'd like to say I would like to see them win, but I think they're going to lose to Purdue, unfortunately. But I think that they're going to do it in a way that is um, uh, build some confidence. Uh-huh. I think they need to go out and play hard. Um, I just don't know how they're going to guard the perimeter with all Purdue shooters, and then also stop Zach Eady down in the post. Yeah, You know, we've got uh, Carson Cooper and Maddie Sissoko. Those guys are, uh, I don't even know how you prepare for something like that. A guy like that that's as tall as he is. Um, he's been playing college basketball for ever, it seems mm-hmm. like, and just dominating and so to be able to stop that, it's going to have to be one of our best defensive performances of the year, and we're going to have to shoot the ball really well. Mm-hmm. So do we have a chance to win it? Sure, I would like to think so. It's it's in West Lafayette, so that's going to be you know another added challenge. Right. Um, but also you think about the uh, upside to if we were to beat a Purdue team at Purdue. Right. It's, it's going to go a long way. Um, yeah. So – I say I'm that looking would put, forward to it. That puts you in the tournament. You get that right. win, it puts you in for sure. I think it definitely would. Um, but I, I want them to go out and I want them to play hard. I want them to play uh, a competitive game against Purdue. And then they need to go out and beat a really good Northwestern team, uh-huh. beat an Indiana team, and uh, win one game in the tournament, maybe two. Obviously, we'd like to see them make a run. Right. Um, but if they can do that, I think they're in. So, coming up on Saturday, it is Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday. You said what the spread was? What ten and a half? Is that what you said? Ten and a half. Yeah. Okay. The matchup predictor eighty six point one percent leaning in favor of Purdue. Yeah. According to the ESPN site, so it's obviously all the experts. I use the air quotes there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're saying Purdue. You, know, yeah. you look at the last five. What's the one thing both these teams have in common in their last five games? They both lost to Ohio State. Yeah. Ohio Which State is just crazy beat to Purdue. Think it's crazy to think about. It's like, you know, you see this stuff, you know, these games that happen where, uh, you know, we were talking about it when Michigan beat Wisconsin. Uh-huh. And obviously Wisconsin's kind of, 
uh, been going downhill the last few games. Um, But it's one of those things where that's college basketball. Mm -hmm. And it's it's anything can happen on any given night. You think about last year with Purdue being a one seed losing to a sixteen seed. Yep. And it's it's uh it's just it's it's kind of crazy how one or two guys having an off night and on the other team one or two guys having uh, you know, being lights out. Right. And it can make the difference in a basketball game any given night. So um you know, with that being said, it's it's good to think. Okay, yeah, we got a chance to go in here and beat this team. Um, obviously, it feels like a slim chance. Yeah, but so first round of the Big Ten tournament. If the Big Ten tournament started today, it would be twelve seed versus thirteen seed. So that would be that would be Ohio State, Michigan. Right. Yeah, Michigan will lose that. <laughs> <laughs> And it would be, uh, let's see, then it would be number two versus an 11. Would that be game two? No, number 11 versus a number 14. No, that would be the Michigan game. Yeah. Because Michigan's 14 right now. Right. Um, Let's see here. Second round would be number eight versus number nine. So that would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That would be Minnesota and Penn State. Trying to see where state would land here real quick. Are they six right now in the standings? Let's see. They're one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. So then game five or game game four, a five versus a one. So that would be Purdue versus Wisconsin. Game five would be seven versus a ten. And okay, so it's uh Iowa versus Indiana. If I'm getting that right. What we say state was six? six one, two, three, four. Yep. All right, so they would be, they'd be playing on uh, day one, and okay. uh, or I'm sorry, they'd be playing on day two in the second round, right now. So that would be six seed versus the game two winner. So they would be taking on either the number eleven or the number fourteen. So that would be either Michigan or Maryland right now. Okay, yeah. So if it were to end today. So as it stands, it you know, and we've said this against yeah. Iowa and Ohio State as well. But as it stands, those are games that they should win. Yeah, you know whether they play, you know, either one of those teams. You go into it thinking, okay, we got a shot to win the first game, the first round game. Right. You know, after that, it gets kind of dicey depending on who's in there because I really do think that there's eight or nine really good teams mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, they're battling it out all year. Um, and it just, it, you know, it also comes down to who's healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, getting Jackson Kohler back was huge. Uh, not having Jeremy fears, um, most of the season has, has really not helped us. Yeah. Um, we've got Trey Holloman who made a couple of really huge mistakes, uh, against Ohio state that cost some turnovers, um, Jeremy Fears is one of those freshmen that came in that that we thought was going to be really good, uh, uh, you know, floor general that's going to be able to distribute the ball as a point guard to kind of complement AJ Hogarth, right? And then losing him with his uh, gunshot wound, right? Um, for most of this season has been a big blow. So um, just kind of, but but for the most part. Um, we're looking like we're getting back healthy yeah. again. 
Um, and they're not really that far from a four seed. Right. They're not that far away right. from making a four seed. When you look at the, the Big Ten, because they're, what, their Big Ten record is nine and eight. Uh, Nebraska and Wisconsin are at 10 and seven fighting for that fourth seed right now. Right. They really, are, I don't think they're going to make it. They might have been there. Yeah, they you might. Know, yeah. You, you think about yeah. Ohio State and, and Iowa, those losses. I mean, that's just how huge those were. Right. Right, and so they might have been right in there, and they might be up there with Nor- Northwestern now. We might be talking about mm-hmm. okay, them them pushing for a three seed. Yeah, and so that's how huge those losses were. But honestly, that's again how big these next three games are. Yeah, exactly. They got a chance to beat Northwestern. They've got a chance yeah. to go two and one, and maybe move up a spot mm-hmm. um, to a four or five seed. So um, yeah, this these these next three games are obviously the most important of the season um the game against purdue i I would like to at least see them make it a competitive basketball game right hey we're out of time for this time we got to roll appreciate it all right thanks for coming in jacob jacob tuttle with that solid from uh, tuttle concrete on jackson's fox sports 101.9 fm we'll be back to wrap up the show in whatever time we have left right after this Let's see what's happening outside weather-wise. Your forecast here on The Daily brought to you by Wolverine Seal Coating. So if your asphalt driveway or parking lot is in rough shape, get a hold of the experts at Wolverine Seal Coating. WolverineSealCoating.com. Sunny and 38 for today. Clear and 27 tonight. Friday, sunny, 48. Friday night, cloudy, 37. And we're just going to skip right to the weekend. Partly sunny Saturday. Light winds, 56 degrees. Saturday night, clear 41. Sunday, mostly sunny, 65 degrees on Sunday. Oh, that sounds so nice. Right now outside, it's clear. It's clear. It's a bit windy, and it's uh, 30 degrees. And that, again, is your weather forecast brought to you by Wolverine Seal Coating. As we are live from LeadBunkerInc.com studios leadbunkerinc.com brand new website for the lead bunker and we're also brought to you by Knutson's your outdoor convenience store kettlebell hot spot where your functional fitness begins brought to you by my buds bud bud light mcultra and also tri county water ah that's good water coming up tonight we got the wings on our sister station, News Talk 970 AM, 101.5 FM. We'll join in progress. U of M at Rutgers. We'll have that contest for you. Both of that happening on News Talk 970 AM, 101.5 FM. Then tomorrow, high school basketball, as it's going to be Napoleon versus Lumen on News Talk 970 AM, 101.5 FM. Jonesville versus Hanover Horton on 95.9 The Power Cow. Looking forward to some great high school basketball action. Well, that's going to do it for us here today. We'll be back at it tomorrow. I'll see you at noon. Between now and then, stay safe. We'll see you soon.